and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Okay, so this morning we are talking about addiction. And, um, so addiction is both transferable and it is, uh, both transferable. How do I want to say this? Both transferable and, Okay, so addiction is both transferable, it is infectious, and usually that word is used in a positive connotation, but in this context, it is not. So addiction is both transferable, infectious, and it escalates, okay? So it's both transferable, it's infectious, and it escalates. So for instance, most people are not so, uh, this is, I'm sorry, this is Lisa Ann Gile Trinity. It is the 2nd of August, 2023 at 8.27 a.m. Um, I, I was on a call with a couple of, um, with a couple of associates and, uh, friends and, and, uh, members of my ministry and... Uh, we were discussing addiction. Um, I did create an article um, that has been um, viewed many times. It's very informative. It's a very good article on addiction and suicide. Now, this particular podcast is on addiction. Um, people are addicted to different things, but addiction is addiction. And let me say this, addiction is not, I repeat, it is not a disease. Alcoholism is not a disease. Okay? If you are a drug addict or were, that was not a disease. So let me just let me just say this. I need to repeat this. Addiction is not a disease. And for any uh, psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, or counselor or the like that tells you that addiction is a disease, you need to run from this professional. You need to run because you will never get better under their care. They have already put you in a casket and sealed it. Do you understand? Because they have directly told you you will never get better. It's a disease and there is no cure. So listen, addiction is not a disease. 
It is by choice. You have to get into the car. You have to go to the liquor store. You have to pay for it. You have to get back into your car. You have to drive home. You have to take it out the bottle. You have to pour it in the glass. You have to drink it. You then have to store it. And then you do it again in another hour. You see, this is premeditated. And this is premeditated. So this is by choice. It's not a disease. Because during any one of those steps, you can by choice say no. But you like the high and you like to drink. So that is why you don't stop. It's not because you can't stop. So addiction is not a disease. It's just transferable, infectious, and it escalates. Okay, and I'm going to break it down right now. I was talking to a young man. He was a nice young, young, young man, but he had an addiction. He was a drug addict. And he was addicted to alcohol. So during this particular conversation, I asked him, I said, well, when did your addictions begin? He said, I can't remember the, la the first time I, 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 I took the drugs. I said, well, it, it, it had to start somewhere. I said, um, what you don't understand is that addiction doesn't really, if you're addicted to alcohol, and yes, if you're an alcoholic, it did start with the first drink. But addiction doesn't start with the first drink if you're an alcoholic. So, addiction is transferable. Let me start with that. Addiction plants a seed somewhere. It doesn't start at 32 and now you're an alcoholic. And maybe you just started drinking a few years. No, no, no. That's not how addiction works. Addiction plants a seed. So, I asked him, I said, what was your first addiction? When did you first start getting addicted to something? And he said, oh, when I was, you know... Very young. I was always addicted to sugar. I had to have sugar. I said, how old were you? He, was, he said, about eight years old. I said, well, there you go. Addiction planted a seed. Okay, through your decision to take in, to consume the sugar at eight years old. And then we went through his life. Well, then we went through the timeline of his life. So at, for example, so for at at 8 years old, he was addicted to sugar. At 12 years old, he was a, he, he got into weed. Then he became addicted to weed. At 18, he said he got addicted to porn. Now you see how it is transferable? And then it is infectious. It, is, it, it infects other areas of your life. It, it infects you to the point where it now escalates to other things on other levels much worse than the addiction before. So at 8 it was sugar. At 12 it was weed. At 18 it was porn. At 22 it was alcohol. At 30 he's now in and out of prison for different things. Relating to his addiction. If this young man does not cease. And get it under control. To, and in order to get it under control. You have to just say no. You do it because you like it, not because you can't stop. You, he will be dead by 35. 
dead. Okay? So addiction is both transferable, infectious, and it escalates. So if you're wondering why you're addicted, it's not because it's a disease. And, and, and it could be generational, but not because it's in your blood. That's not how it works. It is generational because of the habits. Bad company corrupts good character, even though even within the same household. That's Bible. The Bible says bad company corrupts good character. And that is applicable to even to members of the same house, the same household. Okay? So that is something that um I was discussing this morning. Um another example, maybe for some, another person they are alcoholics. But look, they're now they're addicted to alcohol. So for them maybe the addiction didn't start with alcohol. They already see it plants a seed. So you are you were already addicted to to something else somewhere else at some point in your life. Now so for this young man, it was porn. Okay, now this is a totally different ball game. Because I now have to take this from both the the uh scientific aspect and the spiritual so with this young man his addiction started with porn a very good young man studied all the time got good grades but then became addicted to porn parents not around often by himself computer in his room got addicted to porn so now he is he he drinks all the time and he's a he's an alcoholic. The seeds started with porn. Okay. Now before I get into the spiritual aspect of this case scenario, let's stick with the scientific angle. It is transferable. So it started at porn. Okay? So the seed of addiction is now planted. Now it is transferable. He goes to a party. He's not really a big drinker. Even when his parents have parties, he really doesn't drink. He'll rather he prefer a Coke, a soda. But he decides to take the first drink. But the seed of addiction has been planted already by the porn. It is now transferable. He's now drinking more often. He's now drinking alone. He's now buying his own alcohol. Porn started addicted, addiction to porn started at 16. He is now 18. And he and now he's addicted to alcohol. Parties all the time. Loves the high. At 22. Maybe he doesn't make it. Maybe he uh, gets hurt real bad and then in a DUI accident. But this is the problem. Okay, so addiction is both transferable, infectious, and it escalates. Now, I have one more case scenario. Oh, let me, I didn't finish my thought with the last one. I'm sorry. So with porn, you have to be careful. 
Okay, if you're a Christian, you should not be watching porn. Because it induces sin. Okay? For instance, if you are married and you're watching porn, you're now committing adultery because now to get the high and to get the orgasm, you're not no you're no longer thinking of your wife, you're thinking of the actress or the actor. And so now you have committed adultery, not in your heart, but physically. You have you have come, you have you've had an orgasm. You have climaxed with another party. Though they were not physically in your bed, it induced a chemical reaction in your body as if they were. And it is induced an orgasm. This is adultery. It is a sin. Okay. So when your wife should always be the motive. When your husband should always be the motive. Now, but on top of that. But, on, but it's something else. Let me discuss something else. Porn induces sin. You were heterosexual before you started watching it. Now you're bisexual. You go both ways. Your wife doesn't know. Now you don't want your wife at all. You just want men. Now you're gay. You see, it induces sin. So, porn is very dangerous. It then creates a spirit on the inside, a, a wicked demon on the inside, called a perverse spirit. You were straight before you started watching porn. You then, you were then at one point you were bisexual. Now you don't want your wife at all. Now you're gay. Now you're dealing with a perverse spirit. Now you're looking at children sideways, and they turn you on. You see how it works? It, it is so. Sin is also transferable, infectious, and it escalates. So you have to be very, very, very careful. So the last case scenario, and then I'm going to end my podcast. The last case scenario is being addicted to food. Or not being addicted to food, but yet you are just fat. Now I am not overweight because overindulging or food consumption. I'm overweight because of medication I was on which brought me from 105 to 300 pounds. So my case scenario is different. I'm talking about individuals who are fat because they overindulge from food consumption. Not eating like you should. Not eating properly so for those who are fat and I'm, I'm just I'm speaking about the men right now if you're fat you're not a good man and you struggle you struggle a lot you struggle my friends a lot in in various areas and I tell you how I know this I tell you how I I know this God's original design for a man was never meant to be overweight. Men are meant to be masculine. Men are meant to be muscular. Men are meant to be fit. 
and in good health. Men in the household of the four Ps, they're the penis, they're the protector, they're the provider, and they are the priests in the home. And you cannot fulfill these roles being overweight and fat. You just can't. It is impossible. Now, in the biblical times, to give you an example, this is supportive scripture, this is Bible. Men were often warriors. They had to be fit. They were muscular, they were hot. Kings themselves who ruled nations. They didn't have to go out in war, but they did. They led the army. They didn't send out their men. They were fed. David was hot. Josiah was hot. Hezekiah was hot. These kings were nice looking. They were fit. They were masculine. They were muscular. They were warriors. This is God's design for a man because men are also protectors and coverings for their wives. For their children's and for some of you for a nation or region because you yourselves are kings literally so men were never meant to be overweight it it it, it offends god capital g so associated with a man who is overweight and fat they are lazy they lack self-control they have no discipline they're always overindulging. And just based on these four things alone, it then links into every area of their lives, not just some. As a professional, as a husband, as a lovemaker. He's bad in bed. He's bad in bed. He, he doesn't do things in excellence. How can you do things in excellence and you lack self-control and discipline? You don't. It's impossible. So associated with an overweight man who is fat. Now you speak to a man who has lost the weight. You look at his, you, you, everything from his career to his family life. It's totally different. It's on a whole nother level. That is because he changed and resolved and cut it out the problem from the root. And for men, some, it starts with some men, it starts with the food. Okay, so some are addicted to food, some are not addicted to food, but they just overindulge. Or they, they consume just too much, which is, okay, the same difference. So there are character flaws associated with a man who is overweight. This is not God's original design for a man. Men are supposed to work out. You're supposed to lift weights. Because you carry the weight within the family, within the household. You're the penis, the protector, the provider, and the priest in the home. In order to fulfill any one of, in order to fulfill any one of those roles successfully, there must be discipline. There must be self-control. Otherwise, now you have a problem with your love walk. If you have a problem with your love walk, you, yeah, well, you, love fulfills the whole law. When you love God and your relationship is right with Him vertically, your relationships with others by default horizontally will fall into place. But your whole life is jacked up 
whole life is jacked up because most likely you are far from God as well. You are far from God. And that is why you lack, you lack discipline and you lack self-control. You are far from God. Capital G. Um, so that was my last case scenario. Those who are overweight. You must change. It, it affects every area of your life. Every area. And you know that I am telling the truth. Now for women this is different. It is different for women. This is not, this is not, I repeat, not applicable for women. And I'll tell you why. Women's body were meant to gain weight. We are childbearers. Do you understand? So therefore, you won't have the same relative uh, effects from the weight gain as you do from, for a man. We are childbearers. Our, our bodies are meant to stretch in ways that we are Elastigirl from The Incredibles. <laughs> we are meant to gain weight. We're childbearers. So this is not applicable to women. Okay? But women, come on, let's get it together now. Let's, let's get it together. Some of, cause some of y'all, y'all kids are about 22 now. <laughs> it's time to let it go, okay? Just let it go. Let go of the weight, okay? Let go of the weight. Tell, listen. Use your inside voice. Use your inside voice. I'm letting it go. <laughs> My kids are grown. I'm letting it go. <laughs> so uh, I I use I I'm, I don't I'm trying to see if I can make this podcast at least thirty minutes because this is a good discussion. Um, although it's one sided. <laughs> Um, let me see if there's anything else I can add. Um, let me see. No? Okay. So listen, this has been Alisa Ann Giles' podcast, okay? I love you. God loves you. And um, I'll be back at you later. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> let me see if I can get my cursor to work. I'm working this cheap mouse, man. I should have bought... Listen, I should have bought a wireless, and I and, and it's it's like a two dollar mouse, and I it's it keeps getting stuck, and it's hardwired. So, listen, my birthday is today. I, I know I say that. Listen, every day is my birthday. Listen, today is my birthday. Somebody buy me a mouse, man. I need a wireless mouse. <laughs>
how joy comes in the morning, rising with each day. Why you see 
for joining Alisa and Giles podcast where my motto is you could always be a better version of who you were before you could always be a better version of who you were before